Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, good evening, and good afternoon. <laughs> Depending on where you are, this is Behind the Velvet Rope Show Podcast. And we're about to do a How You Loving segment with myself and the beautiful Jacinth. And we have a special guest on that is going to participate in our How You Loving segment. Jacinth, darling, are you there? I'm good. How are you? Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. So are you ready for this How You Loving segment? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Brian. Hey, how are y'all? <laughs> I'm good. So, I'm good. So our special guest today is Mr. Brian. And Mr. Brian has been on Behind the Double Road Radio Show, our live show that airs every first Monday and third Monday, and he participated in our How You Loving segment. What was that, Brian? And um, what was it, February? I believe so. Yeah, it was February. And so he came back because we had, because he had some um, some commentary <laughs> on some of the topics that we've been talking about on the show. So thank you for uh, for joining us uh, today, Brian. <laughs> My pleasure. So let's just get right into it. So Justin, we men and their mothers the two m's mm-hmm. men and mom so, so we were talking about you know it's very hard for a man to actually have a good relationship with a woman if he doesn't have a good relationship with his mother yeah absolutely i mean i do feel like if the if the necessary healing is not taking place it does have an effect on his outlook on women and how he treats women i do think that it it, it correlates um that's like if if a if a woman your first male interaction in love is your father it's supposed to be a daughter to a father so if you don't have a healthy right. relationship and you have neglection and abandonment issues and rejection issues growing up, you don't have a father figure in your life teaching you the ropes and showing you how um, a, a man should treat you with respect and treat you like you're the prize and treat you and honor you and love you and cherish you and cover you and, and know how to lead um, where the woman feels safe enough to submit to his leadership. Um, right. It plays a huge role. So when a woman doesn't have that and the, the dynamic of a balanced household is off, she gets to, you know, right. she gets, she's older. She's now a grown girl. Yeah, you're a grown woman, but you still have a little girl's mindset because there's something in that's still untapped. There's something in that little girl that's still not whole or healing. There's still a void there. So it does have an effect on how you treat your husband or your significant other or your partner. I'm just talking from experience okay. because for me, I, my father wasn't always hands-on all the time. I didn't really get my dad until I got here in the States. I was raised by my grandmother in Jamaica. So and, okay. and that's just something I see growing growing up um, and just okay. studying people. Hello? I'm here. Yeah. So so let me just ask you this, um, Jacem. So do you... Do you feel that um, that because of of that lack of relationship that that's now affecting you now in your relationships that you're trying to have with men to date? Yes. Yes. It's reconnected. So yeah. So that's okay. that's why um, that's what I would say. It does it does have an effect. But I've seen 
raised by a, a, a mother or the mother wasn't had no daddy in the house great kings great mature men they're not grown boys they're not f boys they're really like you know have great morals and values and well respected and that's just because they they knew how to compartmentalize and they 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 um so like they're healed from it it's not playing a factor in who they are as a man um as an adult Okay. Some people, some people okay. don't know how to process certain things. So I think it boils down to the individual as well. And what do you think, Ryan? And I was definitely about to jump in and say it definitely depends on the individual, because you can have a completely—I mean, everyone's situation is completely unique to their own, you know, experiences. And you know, just from personal experience, because I grew up primarily with my father, so you know, so my thing was. You know, I chose to, you know, when it came time to choose, I chose to stay with my father. Yeah. You know, versus going with my mother. So that was a choice, you know, that I made as a child. You know, but even with that, like me not having a great relationship, and I mean, I don't have a stellar relationship with either of my parents. Yeah. So, but because of that, it's a choice you have to make. And, you know, and I always equate that to, you know, people who grow up in traumatic, you know, um, who have the traumatic experiences growing up as ch- um, children. And, you know, and they say that defines you and that creates you and molds you. But at the same time, it's still a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, yeah. right. Because here's the thing, you know, if you were abused as a child, not shown love, like, are you, you know, you make a conscious decision when you become an adult to still and you know embody that and you know lash out and you know inflict that on someone else so it's a conscious decision and you know just because you don't have a great relationship with your mother or if you you know grow up with a father who may have been abusive towards women it's still a conscious decision because you see how it affects that other person yeah so you make a decision like you know my father used to beat on my mother. Am I going to grow up beating on women? No, I despise men who beat on women. So therefore, right. all the women in my life, I'm very protective of. I treat them and cherish them. And that's why yeah. I probably create such long-lasting relationships. Because my thing is, I'm, you know, you try to be as genuine as possible. And you try mm-hmm. to be what you, you know, because, yes, it can be learned. It can be taught. You know, you grow up seeing that you think, oh, maybe that's how relationships are supposed to be. Right. But you still have to, you still have to look at it from every angle. Like, okay, well, you know, dad yells at mom, dad hits on mom. But at the same time, mom is sitting there crying after the fact, even though she may make an excuse for the behavior, you still see it causes pain and hurt. So as an adult, you have to make a conscious decision. Do I want to be somebody that's going to inflict pain and hurt? Or am I going to break this cycle and, you know, try to receive love and give love also? Because that's not what I had, but that's what I'm going to give. Because that's what I want back. Well, well, well. let me ask you this, Brian. So, so do you think that that, that has put a negative uh, spin on how you have relationships with, with women now? Like, like, like right now? No. No? No. Because you know you like I said you see the be- you see the behaviors 
and you know you see the things that happened and you just you know you try to make sure that you don't like you know follow those footsteps like yes my right. father was very abusive to the women in his life mm-hmm. like and my thing is that doesn't mean like if I get angry my first resolve is going to be to raise my hand to a woman like that would be like right. you know and I mean you can have a woman hitting on you and you can still restrain them and hold a wrist or whatever and you can know without resorting to hitting them back or whatever so it's you know it's all about the person and you know what's in you and what you're <clears throat> how you want to live what you're willing Right. Yeah, I right, think it's. Right, I think because right. I mean, uh, what I, I can piggyback off of what Brian is saying is, I mean, you have nature versus nurture, right? You have uh, some people that just have their natural born characteristics. Your 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 just who you are as a person. Because um, you can have two people from the same household and they have totally different personalities, True. totally different characteristics. So that's nature, right? And nurture is pretty much based on your upbringing and what what molds you as you're as you know from a child to an adult as you're growing, your environment, you know your household, your guardian, whoever that plays a huge um, role, and what nurture you, what nurtures you and molds you into the person you are today. So um, everybody, like he was saying, it boils down to the the individual. Everybody deals with things differently and process things differently. There are some people who are not as strong. There's some people who don't handle or don't work well under pressure or, you know, vice versa, or someone who is raised in a, an abusive household right. can can take that. And now that man who sees his dad beating on his mom can now duplicate the same thing. Well, for me, I did the complete opposite. When I came to the U.S., my stepdad was beating the heck out of my mom, physically, verbally, and emotionally mm. um, abusive. And... For me, I could have went that same route and just been attracted to guys who was very abusive because that's what I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. That's right. comfortable. So right. I can, I, it's easy for me to uh, naturally attract that, right? Because right. we attract, I feel like in some way, shape or form, we do attract who we are um, and, and whatever we, um, what's that, what's that word? I'm drawing a blank. Um, whatever whatever you you know what I'm saying like whatever is my personification of love that's what I'm going to attract right yes so I could have attracted that but I did the complete opposite like the minute I I got with a guy or dating and someone had any tone in their voice I did the complete (laughs) opposite you did that you ran (laughs) I ran I'm like oh hell no you got the wrong one did you just did you just kiss your teeth Did you yeah, just like you, you know, have to figure for, you those are triggers also, and you know what to look for, and right. you know, and that's what they always say. People always ignore those red flags at the beginning of a, of, of a relationship, and it's like no, those flags, those red flags pop up, but people choose to ignore them. Yeah. So Brian, yeah. let me ask you a question. So, so if yes. you ran into a female and a female said, oh. Are you close with your mom? And you go, okay, well, I'm not really that close with her. And if she looked at you and go, oh, well, you know, well, well, why? You know, do you think that that would deter a woman? 
women are always told, you know, look at how he treats his mom. Look at how he treats his mom. Look how he treats his sisters. You know, because mm-hmm. if he doesn't treat them good, he's not going to treat you good. You know, and, you know, mm. look at how he treats his mom. So, so what would you say to a female if, you know, you were into her, but then she had this thing, well, I don't know if I can date you because you okay. don't have a good relationship with your mother. Okay. That's what a good one. That? That's a good one. It is. And st- thank you. I learned from you. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, statistically speaking, like because of both my parents, I should be a completely jacked up person. Like, you know, because my father was very cold and emotionless. So, you know, you figure I would be cold and emotionless also. So, but <clears throat> if a woman were to ask me that question, and I wouldn't just have to base it off of my mother because it's like, like I said, every situation is different. And just because she gave me life does not mean that she was a positive influence on my life. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's true too. People can put you through things that you can't come back from. That's true. And no matter how many times you may try to take the high road and, you know, mend those relationships, sometimes, you know, you just have to let things go. Mm-hmm. And then, that's you know, but. And just to go a step further, like, I would actually let that person, like, know, like, you know, look at the other relationships I have with the women in my life. Look at the relationship I have with my sisters. Look at the relationship, you know, I have six sisters. So it's like, look at the relationship I have with them. You know, look at the women who, you know, I have in my life as friends, you know, who can attest to, you know, my behavior and good nature as a gentleman or, you know, as a man, period you know that's a good one yeah because i i would i would have to piggyback off of what both you and brian just said um if if i'm dating someone right and and i'm we're asking each other questions we're just you know having a dope conversation and we talk about how's the relationship you know how you know you and your mom how is she and he doesn't have a relationship with his mom that i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest and transparent that would be somewhat of a like Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhat of a red flag to me but if if Brian was to answer that and reiterate like okay you know the, the relationship between my mom and I is kind of not really fully in my control I've tried and she just some people are just stuck in their ways but what I can say is I do treat the other women in my life very very well with great respect and I, I have the utmost respect for women just to reassure and reiterate mm-hmm. that you do have right. control you know because if, if, right. if you came up if you came out with that and be like well me and my mom not cool like that but my, my me and my pops we're, we're really tight I, I was raised by my father so mm-hmm. yeah I would I would right. definitely look at that like oh Mm-hmm. But then you know what though? But then on the flip side of it, think about when you have mama's boys who who who, who the boys that you know they can't get out the basement. They all about their mama. Because they don't ever want to leave the nest. Yes. But then at the same time, but here's the thing. But in today's society, and I have to say it, you know, I'm going to be playing devil's advocate here. That has a lot to do with that mother also. Because a lot of times, and you know, and and I've seen it, you know, because, you know, especially in my early 20s, you know, dating and everything, like single mothers, you know, when they have boys and there's not a man around, they kind of make that boy take on like the role of the man of the house. That's right. And she, and it's like almost like a codependency. Yes. And it's like, yes, Yes. Yes. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to wash your clothes. I'm going to clean up after you. And, you know, and it's like, why should I leave? She does everything. And but at the same time, you're the man of the house. 
but at the same it's Correct. like you know it's it's weird but no it I, I agree I agree no that's how I completely my mom agree is with my brother too and it's like I'm constantly have to be like yo cut the um, cut the cord like for real right cut the cord. <laughs> like how is get him he? out the basement and I think I think because you know not to put her business out there like that but I'm just saying that she she uh, she coddles him extra then because it's three of us right it's me my younger sister and my brother on my mother's side of course and she she coddles him uh, kind of protects him more than she would my sister and I and I don't know if it's because his father wasn't present and her him not really having that father figure she probably felt like she had to be extra nurturing to him I don't know she just yeah she just went a little bit extra with him where I'm like yo you 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 that's that's you're enabling him you're like you're coddling you just gotta let him spread his wings let him be a man and that can be crippling that can really really be crippling to a man and a lot of women if mothers if you're listening to this and you have sons like you really have to not like cut that cord you have to let him be Be a a man man and stop stop like yes. I know you want to cook for your baby boy but he's not a baby no more like he's 16 right, 17 like girl. he's about to be a grown man I know you want to wash his clothes but at some point you have to let treat him and prepare him for the real world don't wait right. till he's yes. 21 and now you're trying to say you, when you're going to clean up when you're going to take the garbage out mm-hmm. you ain't instill it from like mm-hmm. once or when you going to get out yeah <laughs> when you going to get out <laughs> when you going to get out the don't house. wait too late like Brian, Brian when is the age that my mothers to start trying to instill these type of um, leadership qualities and let them become more hands-on with doing things around the house and not coddle them as much like what age would you say those women should um as soon as they're able to um old enough to comprehend <laughs> I'm so serious especially with little boys because it's like listen you, you, it starts young. It starts with picking up after yourself as a kid, picking up after mm. your toys. It starts then. It you does. make you hold it's accountability. You make them responsible for their own actions and let them know, yes, I'm your parent, but I'm not your slave also. So therefore, you have to take care of yourself that's because true. one day I'm not going to be here to do it for you. Yeah. That's why, look, so. that's why we had the cleanup song. Clean up, clean up. Everybody, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, everybody clean up. Do your share. You're absolutely right. Well, you know, I, I, I tell that to That's Murphy true. all the time. I said, I am not your maid. You know, it's, it, you know, I have to pay bills. I have to feed you, clothe you, educate you. But I'm not your maid. You know, you have to learn how to clean up for yourself. And I tell her all the time, you, look, you have to wash dishes, vacuum, clean mm-hmm. the bathroom. Because guess what? When eventually, when I'm not here anymore or you have a family of your own, then who's going to take care of you? You have to learn how to take care of yourself. So I completely agree with that. And I would <laughs> I agree. I agree with what you're saying too, Brian, because I'm a single mom and I do have my son. My son, Jaden, is 10 years old. And of course, his dad is still hands-on. You know, he has him 50-50. We split the times. But in my household and when I'm here, it's not balanced because all he's seeing is mommy, right? Running her household. So like you were saying, I, I try to make him very accountable in terms of like, he's 10, but my son knows knows to, you know, like you said, clean up after yourself or mm-hmm. make sure you take this garbage out, run it over to the dumpster, take the garbage out, right. clean this right. and clean like I have to be hands on. Did you pray? Did you do your affirmations? Because one day mommy and daddy not going to be here and you're going to yeah. have to know how to pray yourself out of some stuff. You're going to have to know how That's to right. lead this woman. This mm-hmm. is your sister. Practice with your little sister. Protect her. Lead her. 
you know so I, right. I try to instill That's those right. things leadership and accountability mm-hmm. and and covering and how to to lead and guide and cover as a as a as a man as a protect as the deep protector so i try to instill those things little by little subconsciously he doesn't really know that i'm doing it but i try to plant those seeds that because i know what you know the word says raise a child in the way he sh- he or she should grow that when they're older they'll never depart from it it's going to mm-hmm. be something that's instilled that's right. in them that's that right. when they're 20 and 30 they don't know why they're still coming back to that thing but because that's what's concrete that's what that's the foundation that you've been better than them since they're a child they can't yep. they can't they can't deter right. from that so that's you right. got to plant those seeds they can't shake it they, yeah, can't, they can't shake it yeah they, they can't shake it that's yep. all they know that's right and you have right. i mean and it starts young because of like like you said it's it becomes second nature to him after yeah. a while. And mm-hmm. this is like, you know, me with my son, like, you know, just teaching him just how to be a gentleman and how to treat women. Like, you know, which side of the um, sidewalk should you be on when you're yes. walking down the street with a woman, right. opening doors for people, you Open know, giving doors. up seats for older, you know, older people, if you know, if they feel, you know, see them in need, you know, and right. if anyone were to meet my son, they would say, oh, yeah, he is a polite little gentleman like you yes, know he's wow. very he's very polite he's so, very polite you know he's but you know you have to teach him young and you have to right. teach him the etiquette of respect and everything else you know because you want them to know how to conduct and navigate you know through this crazy world but at the same time you can't sugarcoat things either so right and how you know. what is your take on on daughters what is the take on daughters and and of course because i mean it sucks that we have to have a this conversation about um parent not having a balanced household because mm-hmm. that is the that is the average so it's the, normal you, now. It's the yeah. norm it's sad yeah. but it's the norm because you have so many households that's off balance and that's you know but it is what it is but what would you say what about you know door for daughters and you're being raised by a single, a like if, a, if or a single father raising a daughter, or a single father, yeah, single father, yeah. Because you know, I'm sure, like my whole take would have been different if I had a daughter opposed to having a son. Right. You know, what do you think? Well, what do you think would have been different opposed to how you I mean, your son? Well, for one, she would definitely respect herself more than anything. Like, I mean, because if my if I had a daughter, like she's going to know, like, listen. I'm a man. I'm gonna teach you all the game so you don't get caught out there. But at the same time, you're, you know, you're gonna make sure that any man you meet is gonna respect you and is gonna work for your attention and your affection because mm-hmm. you don't deserve anything less. Because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna have it, and I'm not gonna want to go to jail for killing one of these young boys. <laughs> you know. Right. Well. So. Well, hold on. Let's back it up real quick. What's all the game? Because you you can teach us the game. <laughs> and then I can pass it on to Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to for have sure. A whole conversation about the game. I would like to know what the game no. is because come on now, no, you know how young I boys think are. I'm losing the game <laughs> because I'm about to not even participate in it no more. I'm just <laughs> well, see, social like media. I'm on, show. I'm on strike. I'm... <laughs> well, see, social media and the internet and everything else has our kids messed up nowadays. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Our kids are, I mean, they're exposed to way too much. And it's like, as a parent, you cannot safeguard your child from everything out there. It's just too much. They have, they have too much much technology. Yes, way too too much much access. access. And you can't, you can't police your child every second of the day because that's only going to make them rebel even harder. 
and they're gonna make them right. want it because you know how you want like huh why mommy don't want me to do this mm-hmm. they want it even more so i mean what i would say is really have an open dialogue with your kids you have daughters having those open dialogue with your daughters like for me you know if 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 you have daughters and you're a single mom or a single dad like like brian was saying really tell them the game let mm-hmm. them know the type of guy they're great guys but also when you're getting older and you're dating there are some guys out there who don't mean you well these are some of the signs um if anybody makes you feel uncomfortable or touch you in any way shape or form or you know because Look, the molestation, rape, and pedophiles are out here. They're real, and sometimes they're right. Yes, they are. They're right up under your nose in your household. It be that cousin, it be that uncle, it be that grandfather, it be that neighbor or the friend of the family, and and you don't know it. So I would say it's very important that I mean you don't you don't want to come off as your your child's best friend, but I try to be my child's best friend and also their mom, where I know how to differentiate. Mm-hmm. I try to create when I say the words best friend, I try to create open dialogue and trust where they can trust me with anything. So I try right. to come off like, hey, best, you know, I love you. You're my best friend. You're the, you know, you know, you're my best my favorite you know whatever whatever try to water them up a little bit trying to you know because i want them to open up to me and but also still being stern enough where the respect level the respect line is not crossed right but you have to have that dialogue with your child man because it's so easy to get caught up and they won't tell you because if you don't have that relationship already kind of as the foundation they're gonna keep stuff from you Oh yeah, Correct. and oh, absolutely, and and I wholeheartedly agree with that. Like you know, cause like I know with me and my son, like I'm completely honest with him. Like because mm-hmm. my thing is, you're my child. Like I'm not right. like I'm I'm going to protect you from the world, but at the same time, I'm going to prepare you for it. So right. therefore, right. you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat things because I'm just a real I'm a real person. <laughs> so right. right um but at the right. same time grow, you know so when you grow up with a person like that you know it's like i'm gonna hit you with everything as raw as possible because i want you to be able to talk to me i want you to feel comfortable you know like my i didn't you know my son was a good kid i mean you know it's great when you only have one to focus on you know so you can right. give that kid all of your attention mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so you know, but the one thing that I always instilled in him was, listen, you know, don't make me an early grandfather, you know, finish school. Right. And then right. you can travel the world and do everything you want. You know, I want you to travel and see as much of this world as possible, you know, but you got to keep instilling that in them. And you have to you right. know, just be real with them. But, you know, to keep them, the communication open, you know, to the point that, you know, they can come to you with everything. But then, you know, it also it also goes a step further on how do you handle situations when they do come up? You know, how do you go like when major situations happen, you know, like, you know, and I'm talking about it's a plethora of like of situations that can happen with kids and especially once they become teenagers. But, you know, like if they a situation and, you know, you have to rectify it or, you know, scold them or punish them or whatever like you know depending on the age and the you know situation yeah like how do you move on from that because it's you know it's hard to like discipline a child 
but then still want them to come and tell you things after the fact, you know, like, so you have to. Well, I definitely want to, I definitely want to bring that up because, um, because late, like my son, I, one mind just kept on telling me to check his tablet. Remember when we said too much access? checked his tablet yes. and I looked on his tablet and lo and behold y'all a, a mother's worst nightmare he been looking up pornography mm-hmm. oh. yeah yeah he's around that age I was just girl. like oh age. my lama not my sweet baby Jesus <laughs> <laughs> what is going on and everything yeah. in me wanted to choke him but you know what I had to pull back and I had to be like you know what it's 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 going to happen whether mm-hmm. it's under my nose or not whether it's at his friend's yes. house whether some right. way shape or form it just sucks that this is what they're exposed to due to just you know the society mm-hmm. so but you know what though i feel like you know what if they were to institute things like health class again these wouldn't be so curious and have to go so out and pop it on their right. own wait they don't right. have health classes no, girl, they took all that stuff. Home ec, home ec, all that stuff is just gone. No, they don't have shop class. What? They don't, they don't offer any of that. No, especially in, in, in the public schools. They don't get any of that. They don't get that in the Catholic schools. And I'm not even sure because, I mean, my child isn't in private school, but I'm not even thinking that they're getting that in private school. They need to put that back. Yeah. They absolutely do because it's lack of education. And I mean, even got to the point that when I knew Harmony was 10, I went out and, and, and I got her a book that said, what's going on with my body? And, you know, I, I even order went that. out and remember, exactly, and it, and it breaks down, you know, why am I getting body here? Why am I getting these, why are my boobs hurting? And, you know, for little boys, if your voice gets deeper and you're getting, you know, hair down places and you're like, well, what is all, well, what's going on? We had health class. You yeah, know, we so we were too. already yep, we ready sure did. To prepare for that. I remember getting that whole period packet from my health teacher that gave you the calendar and the pads and explained stuff. And you're like, oh, look, I was excited to get my period because I'm like, I want to get this. I had a whole class on it. But but they don't get that. So now they're left to the internet to teach them. And that's what I didn't want Harmony to know because I told her, I said, your friends are stupid. I told her, I told her all the time, I said, never listen to your friends. Your friends are dumb. Your friends will act like they are the smartest things in the world, but really, your friends are stupid. They don't know any much more than you do. I don't care how much YouTube that they do. Mm-hmm. When it comes to real life, your friends are dumb. And I and I say that to our friends. I go, when it comes to those situations, y'all are dumb. Minecraft, rock out. I know nothing about that. But when it comes to real life, y'all are dumb. You have no real life uh, right. education. And, and most of them don't even have real life street knowledge. So you can't sit there and, you know, talk to uh, two 13-year-olds or two 10-year-olds can't talk about sex because they don't know what they're talking about. Y'all know what they're talking about. Well, I'm <laughs> so don't. glad you you mentioned so. this because I just went online to look it up. And Amazon has it for what's going on with my body for boys and what's going on with my body Absolutely. for girls. So I thank you for that. Ladies, Absolutely. if you got teenagers, <laughs> you got kids, look. 
from what age do they get? Look, I I say get it from seven and up. Yeah, like, get it they, from seven. They need to. They need this book. What's going on for for with my body for girls? And they have one for boys. Yeah. And it talks here puberty. Um, it, it hits on everything. Orgasm. Yep, your body. Yeah, because yep. you know he he's a little boy, so I know right now he's starting to have erections and he has this little hormones right. pumping and he don't know why he's feeling right. the way he's feeling and all that kind of. So stuff. what if he wakes up? And he has like a wet dream, and he's like, well, "What is this?" You know, he might think that he's dying in his sleep. You never know how kids process things. So, right. yeah, well, with boys, imperative. I was gonna say with boys, most of the time, is if he wakes up like that, he's gonna think he peed on himself. He'll be embarrassed more than anything, and he's gonna try to hide it from you. <laughs> okay, they think that, they, that they're peeing on themselves. Oh, my gosh. But, but you know, to even have that conversation, so why are you having a wet dream? Mm-hmm. Just to explain to a child, well, what is a wet dream? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you're out on the street and you're looking at, you know, the girls with the sundresses on, yeah, that's your subconscious <laughs> coming back to you at nighttime and just releasing your, your hormones. Right. But, but it's like, you know, we don't have these conversations. And I think that, that, you know, unfortunately parents nowadays and with the dating and everything, it just, it's all just become a lot. Yeah. It's become a lot. Right. It's become a lot. It's become a lot. So before we wrap up, because our segment is, is ending, which was such a great segment, let's just answer one more question when it comes to the dating so brian when it comes to dating how are you dating in the pandemic in in in, in 2020 how am i dating it during the pandemic yeah and just in 2020 like like far as are you dating are you on strike you know did you quit <laughs> <laughs> i mean because I'm on strike. I've, I've actually kind of given up. Well, <laughs> I'm I've, just going to wait until this year is over. I've actually been on chill mode. So, focused. So I would say the working. same for me, too. Yeah, just working. Uh, yeah. Focused. Haven't been dating. Haven't been looking. You know, I figure if it happens, it happens. I'm not going to force it. Right. But, you know, if I, yeah. you know, if I meet somebody and we just click and we enjoy hanging out with each other and spending time with each other i'm not going to do anything to stop that or fight that because it's just going to evolve and it's just going to happen so yeah you know yeah, the, i think I, that, yeah, I agree with that. If that's you the best enjoy way giving your time to somebody and you know you spend time with them and it's you know is stress-free and dramaless rock out with it good luck with that Good luck. Because look, mental illness is real. Mental illness is real. It is a real thing. And it's it's real out here in these streets. I'm telling you, mental illness is running around all and and now everybody got on masks. I mean, I would what I would say to piggyback (laughs) off of Brian is that, you know, a lot of people right now in the pandemic, a lot of people are so lonely. And they're isolated, they're lonely, and they're really beating themselves up and they probably feeling some sort of of way and probably feeling salty because there's family who are booed up. And like, if you know, you know, you you feeling some sort of way, you salty, probably stay off of Instagram and stop looking at people and their family if you know it's going to make you feel some sort of way. But because if that's gonna have you in your long if, if that's going to have you in your feelings, then you have to know how you you have to know yourself and protect your mind, protect your mind and put your yeah. put that time to something else instead of oh, yeah. being on social media. If you know seeing certain things on social media is gonna make you feel salty or gonna make you feel left out, take that same energy and put it into 
building, you know, making something, doing something productive, reading a book, a business plan, coming up with something, going to work out, work out extra, work out an extra hour, maybe, you know, um, mm-hmm. because I know at one exactly. point, at one point, I was, you know, I, in the beginning of the pandemic and, um, you know, transitioning, I was starting to feel that, that, that whole lonely thing, you know, of man, I, I, I wish I had some kind of masculine energy or something to, to put my attention into. And then after a while, I'm like, I see all these relationships falling apart and divorces and domestic <laughs> violence. And like you said, mental illness and people going through right. depression. And I'm like, oh, you yeah, know, but, right. but you got to attribute that to all. Oh, not, oh I, I just say, I, I think it's best to just be in a don't get into a relationship because you're going through the pandemic and you're going with the motion of the ocean and you're lonely i would say a best right. thing what i can do in talking from my experience is just like brian said if it happens it happens just have fun live your best life for you and if yes. it happens it happens organically stop leading with relationship goals or i want to be in a relationship i want somebody i want my boaz i want my rules i want my king where's my queen and like <laughs> don't lead with that because it comes off kind of desperate just be yeah. you and have fun and let it flow and if if it's god's timing for you to cross paths with that special person that he has for you it'll happen and if it probably yeah. is all about where you want to meet somebody. If you know you're into fitness, do more time in the gym. If you know you're into, you know, you're more spiritual and into church, get into a spiritual group. If you know you're into book club, get in a book club. Like go to places where right. you want to meet or have an interest in what you really want to do and let it happen happen organically. A lot, I feel like I that, a lot of people is forced in relationship because they're so alone. And they write that so bad, and it comes off like desperation. But well, then, al- desperation. but also at the same time, are you raising like are you setting a bar too high for yourself right at the beginning? Because it's like if you just meet somebody and you're already thinking of a relationship, or you're lonely and you're like, oh, the next person I meet, that's going to be my next relationship. You're, you're setting a bar be, yeah. too high because it's like you don't even know what this person's intent is. Yeah, but you're, you're already planning in the hurt. future with this person. You're gonna get your feelings. <laughs> like, you're gonna get your feelings hurt because I, yeah. I, I would talk from experience. Is at one point I wanted, um, you know, I wanted a relationship. I wanted a family and all of that. And when you go into a relationship, I feel like with that mindset, it's like you're putting way too much expectation on a person, and then it doesn't flow organically. And in your mind, and as women, I can say this for many women, we do this a lot. In the back of our mind, we already have him down the aisle. We already say, oh, I can, <laughs> I can see, I can see, oh, he husband material. And I think some guys do it too. There guys, guys I was about to say, too. hold up, girl, pause. Because men do that stuff all the correct. time. There's some men who they're looking for their wife and they're looking for that queen. And the minute they find a woman of great substance and they feel like, yo, this wifey right here, he already got her down the aisle. And you, when a man wants what he wants, there's nothing in hell that will keep him from that woman because they're they just have that instinct and they're gonna get what they want and they just gonna look for your behind in the daytime with a flashlight and no mountain or valley gonna keep that man from you because he wants to conquer that. That's his right there. He wanna mark his territory so they're a little bit more aggressive with it. But it's like dating is a natural born hunters. Right. You guys are natural, natural born, born hunters. The and predators and the prey. Right. Remember, we had that conversation. But it's the like predators and the prey. Dating, what you guys have to understand, don't don't lead with that. You have your expectation in the back of your mind. That's cool. That's what you want. 
that's what you're looking for but just have fun and let it happen naturally because dating is a gamble and what's going to happen is yes. that you're going to meet so many people in dating that you like but they don't like you like that I mean they like you they think you're cute but they don't like you like you like that like to to marry you and she the, he might like you and you don't like him like that and that's I think that's been the battle for me is that hit and miss I'm meeting a lot of guys that like me but it's like oh you cute you cool but I don't like you like you like that we have great chemistry but I don't have well, that that connection that like that off that you can't just make that up you either you got yeah, it or you I, don't I can actually say and I, I mean say, I can agree with I can actually go say with, go ahead Brian no go ahead no I was gonna say I can agree with that because um like i mean even throughout this year like i mean i constantly meet new people but you know i you know may not be interested don't follow up with phone calls text messages the next thing you know it's like oh whose number is this in my phone like you don't uh, exist anymore right you shit, don't i don't even know what that person look like you uh, don't exist anymore. so you know it's all a gamble yeah. just have yeah. fun don't yep. get your don't get your I mean, have, yeah. have fun, but then at the same time, and, and this section will be our, for our next segment, so this is a little teaser for our next segment with Jasim and how you love him, is you have to try to, you know, get to know a person and see, of course, we're going to look at people and see what kind of potential we think they have or that we see in them. And I just think that that's the point where I know I get it a lot of time where, you know, I have to learn how to inspire without invoking yeah. desire. Meaning that, you know, I can positively tell someone what I think of them and tell them what I think that they are capable of and that they might have a great business. But they take that as, oh my gosh, she must think I'm <laughs> She must want to go on a date with me. She must like me. Oh, she liked me. She giving me, she, she, she giving me free advice. You know, she smiled at me. You know, she's nice to me. She's not rude to me. She's not asking me for my credit card number. And I just think that, you know, unfortunately, that's that has been my problem. I have ran into very nice men, but they get all like, oh my God, I really like her. But at the end of the day, I just think that they like what I, how I speak to them or how I might inspire them. And to me, there's no, there's no connection. I mean, there's no sparks. And that's what I need. I need what I would I say is that, um, and it goes back, like you said, it's it's all a gamble. I mean, you just you have a natural, inspiring, nurturing, um, loving, kind, you know, aura about you. So oftentimes, that's very gravitating and it's very magnetic. So for me, I also have the same. Like I have this aura where I step in a room. I can make a room light up just because of my smile and how I, I, I'm very welcoming and I embrace right. it. And then on top of that, when I talk to people, I'm very inspirational. So I always have a mindset of, yes. Um, I don't know. I think I just naturally love to heal or just make people better. Well, let, right. me, well, let me ask you this, Jacin. If we are so great at that, why are we so Well, because I'm very <laughs> I was going to say. I'm very particular, and no? Thank you. I'm it's a choice. Particular. I'm very particular. Because I have many people who want to date me. And in, and, 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 oh, and having both. a conversation, I, because I, I know the right questions to ask, I know how to discern. I follow my mm-hmm. intuition. Right. Women, we all have intuition that we don't follow. And it goes back to being so desperate to want to be in a relationship. You disregard all of that. 
and you and you just you just mm-hmm. put a blind eye on certain things because you have this expectation quote unquote in your mind of what you want but I'm very discerning mm-hmm. and I know how to vet I know how to vet yeah, things yeah. I know how to ask the right question and get the answer that I want without making it feel like an interview right. because I'm making very personable and fun right. Where yeah. I can still have fun with you. You think I'm a down ass chick, and yo, my gosh, she mad cool, and I'm I'm studying you, just like men, just like right. Just like men, <laughs> they do that to us. Men, men set traps for us all the time, all the time. Like when you meeting somebody mm. and he really? with sex. I mean, when when a when a when a man. Hold up, girl. No. Somebody is setting traps no, for you. No, not traps. Like, <laughs> no. Okay, let me let me go back. Not traps. <laughs> Sorry, wrong ahead, word. It's late. Okay. Test. We all <laughs> we all set tests for each other. So like a man, when yes, a man meets yes. a woman, he might set a few tests, which can be traps. Of he might lead with sexual gestures, and he's gonna see how uh, you receive those sexual gestures. He might throw out a few words to see if you bite. Right. And if you that's true. jump, I mean, on and, and that, I mean, that's called basically testing your limits. Yeah, if you jump on it, he yeah. gonna know. Okay, you a jump off, so you can easily. Slide. No, 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 no. It depends or, on the individual. Unquote, that's the whole test. No, that's the whole. Well, Brian, go ahead, because we question. No, I was go gonna ahead. say that depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. So, because it truly depends on the individual, because you can be somebody who is completely sexually liberated mm-hmm. and completely mature about the situation. And you can honestly meet somebody and just genuinely have a spark, and it can be both sexual and you know personal. Whereas though, like you're really feeling this person, and y'all deeply actually, or you know, not deeply connect, but you know connect enough to know, like you know, this can go a little bit further than just the physical. So would you wife somebody up that you smash mm. on the first night? Because I've been having like yeah, I'm good question. It depends. It question. depends. It depends on the situation. So, but I mean, I can say that I do have, I do actually have a friend who we met and it was as the most random meeting ever, but we did end up having sex and we are still friends to this day. Y'all friends, but she not your wife. Or your girl. All right. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's like, cause I know I mean, there's there's guys, there's guys that I'm mad cool with that I've dated and they're better off as my friend and there's a reason why they're not my husband. So that part. You know, so it's like I, I would like to hear from a couple who said we smashed on the first night and we're still married and we going strong 10, 15 years or five years. Cause there's some people if you lead with sex. And that clouds your whole judgment. It's very hard. Yes, I'm not it saying does. it's impossible, but especially as women, we don't know how to handle that. You know, sometimes we are we're we're already emotional. <laughs> you know, so we be all up in our feelings, and we get digged down too soon. It clouds our whole judgment. It can cloud your your whole you know discernment or your intuition is, is way off. And you're reading more into something than it really is. We have some... We have... And and then you know what? There are some men and women who, who, you know, 
try to put off having sex because they don't want their mind to be clouded because some people you know if you've had too many of those experiences I think that some people feel like well after I have sex with this person they're just gonna leave right it's a wrap it's over you know it's over and done with so so I so I know people personally who actually put off having sex I know me personally I will put off having sex with someone who I'm who I'm you know just dating because for one I don't know you okay and then for two getting to know someone sometimes I do feel like sex can complicate things and then when you actually have sex it's like okay it could be really good or you could wait six months and then it'd be really bad and then it's like then you're stuck with oh my god this person is a bad <laughs> it's lover a gamble, so now man. i'm stuck right right with this nice person who sucks as a lover or or you know you get a great lover and they suck as a person so it's it, just like you, I, I mean you know what? that's why it's so magical when it's a blessing you know when you meet someone where it's a gamble man where you into that person and that person is into you and the chemistry you have you don't only have chemistry which is stuff that you have in common but you have that supernatural connection the connection that you can't you can't make that connection up you have you either have it or you don't and then I feel like the sex is an icing on the cake I think I gotta just see what you're working with because I'm not gonna I don't have to have sex with you but I'll, I at least want to know if the tool is there like can I just see it this is probably not right quick yeah me. but but, but <laughs> let look, me make sure look, look, you can look at the look you know he got a tool but can he use the tool does the tool work because the older guys get you gotta ask well them, that's the problem that I'm in and I just gotta be transparent and I know we gotta wrap it up but with me I'm practicing <laughs> celibacy and I'm praying every day like Lord I'm just nervous I'm scared as hell because I'm very sexual and I would yeah. hate you sound like me, me I would hate for me to meet a guy and we have dope chemistry dope connection I mean oh my god and, uh, and then we finally do it and he sucks and I just feel like <laughs> I've been there and, and I just feel like <laughs> Chemistry and all of that is great, but yo, I'll turn me extra out. Like oh, I want right. someone that I can be like, you know. So it's just like that can like that make you walk crooked in the morning. Like, can you make me walk crooked? Or if it don't work, that. he got a limp dick. Or you know, like I just I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm just being honest. Like I'm nervous. I'm very very nervous. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> And I was going to say, I'll pray for you, you pray for me. Go ahead, Brian. And I was going to say, another thing that sucks about being single during a pandemic is the whole celibacy, celibacy by force thing. What do you mean, celibacy? If you're single during a pandemic. Are you celibate by force right now? Are Are you celibate by force? I mean, I'm single, so I'm not dating anyone, so I basically am celibate. Like, Right, because because nobody's coming over to give a booty call during the pandemic. No, I mean, nobody's but at the over. but at the same time, I mean, no, because it's there if I want it. I mean, there's definitely always going to be offers, but oh, I'm not sure. entertaining any of them. <laughs> right. So I mean, I'm, I would say I'm celibate by by force and choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what, because I want, I'm want i in a place in my life where if you want different results, I feel like you got to do something different. And the thing with me is in the past where I've dated, 
and you know I have sex with someone I feel like I like them more because I'm horny and then once I have Mm. once I have sex with them I don't like them as much anymore because now I'm bored so yeah yeah and I'm just being honest you take you take on um on on more of a of an alpha male presence when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's okay. No, 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 no. It's okay because I do the same thing. That's why I think I stay away from having sex with men, right. especially when I'm dating, because I don't want to have sex and then be like, oh. And I'm not saying okay. I have sex early. I mean, I can be with someone for weeks upon weeks, and then when we finally do something, I don't know what it is, but I just grow bored. So for yeah. me, I'm like, okay, I'm at a place in my life now where for for a while now I just took sex off the table and and then I just wanna try with that and I, what I feel like now I'm really, really more alert and really learning and growing to, to know someone um, that I'm dating. So now I'm paying right. a lot of attention to things more head on. And not caught up in right. my ooh ah ooh my god ooh he can get it right. yeah right he's you, sexy. you know I'm not, right. I'm not I mean I still got that but it's more concealed and I just I'm paying attention like stuff that I would miss before I'm like boom I'm on it mentally I'm I'm noticing things more I'm just more sharper um, right. which is a it's a curse because then I, I'm quick to you know x things off real quick and <laughs> right <laughs> but you know what though. And you know what though but that goes back to what you said though um, about that goes back to um going to actually follow your intuition yeah, and i think sometimes we, we yeah yeah we don't follow that and i and and i find and i've actually found that i have been following what my spirit is telling me and from and from that it's actually helped me kind of filter out so i will say that that can be a blessing and a curse but at the same time you know i'd rather have the right one calling me instead of a whole bunch of wrong ones right makes right. sense what were you gonna say yeah. brian brian yeah oh, go ahead brian uh, you never go your way wrap up y'all yeah it was about it was something that we said earlier but i was gonna say um backpedaling back or lost my train of thought <laughs> it'll come back. But no, um, it'll, it'll come back. Yeah, but it was something about um, this year, the whole pandemic thing, and being single. And dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because I know and trying to date in the pandemic. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know this year I've only been intimate with one woman, so you know, and it's been like off and on. So, but it's not like always about well, okay. sex. So. Okay. So then, then okay. If you've been intimate with with one woman, what would make you not pursue her? Has to be, I mean, not to get in your business. I mean, it, it, <laughs> but, it has to be mutual. So oh, because oh, here's oh, the thing: she's not trying to pursue you. Oh, okay. It's a gamble. It got to go both ways, you know. That's mm-hmm. a, it's it's a, you might yeah. somebody like you. They might they might like you and think that you're cool. You're a great time, but then you wanna then you get to a point where the relationship kind of feel like it's hitting a wall, and you want to go further, but it's like not going further organically. That means something or, is off. You know, you're not or, on the same page. Or what if it's a situation a where I was gonna say, or what if it's the situation where the person just calls you whenever they feel like being bothered. Yeah, you're not on the same page. She on, she on. Oh, then, then you would be. You're not a priority. You're not a priority. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, from a female perspective, I'm going to call you when I'm bored because I'm bored and you're not really a priority like that. But it's that it goes back to being a gamble. It's nothing. You, you can be the amazing man, hand down, but it's all a gamble. Trust me, I've, I've been into guys that come to find out after dating for a few weeks they not they don't like me like me like that they think I'm amazing they think I'm so I'm a the bomb.com I'm a go-getter I'm beautiful and all of that but just they just not a timing can not be for them. I'm just not for them right. or the timing right. so why waste off. the time well see that's just because you still keep the door open time until someone actually tells you you still keep right. the door and, open and, and, unless someone actually tells you you know what you're wasting your time. Yeah. So unless this female actually came to you, Brian, and said, you know what? I only call you because I'm lonely or, you know. Oh, no. I, know. I, I was just, I'm, oh, I'm no. I was just throwing that out there. <laughs> I was just, uh, I was well, just throwing I that out there. No, I'm talking about the guy. Like you said, you've met guys. Yeah. And they weren't, and they weren't really into you like that. And to me, it's like, why would they waste their time if they weren't really into you? Well, know, well, you what see what say, I'm saying? Well, what well, like, what's the point of even that, like? What, let what's me, the let point me of like this. even entertaining the thought or entering into it? Let me answer your or question. even starting something if you're not even gonna like you know if you know that's not what you want from the door. Like, uh, right, okay. well, let me answer that. You know, let I me met me her. Answer, she's right. cute. <laughs> I'm gonna answer your question. Okay. I get what you're saying. Uh, what I would say is, I've I've been in one predicament where I've liked the guy a lot, a lot. But we were just not on the same page. He really liked liked me, really loved me, really cared about me. But he just was not ready for right. marriage. Okay. So it's just not, yeah. it's not that he yeah. wasn't into me. It's just that our our goals were not in alignment. So for me, oh, no. I'm That's what dating it is. for marriage. Yes. He's dating because he just wants a companionship. So when I'm asking certain, so guys, were you were you pushing marriage? I was, I was, because that's what I want, and I don't want, I don't want to date without intentions, because that's not where I'm at in my life. Now, were y'all in a relationship right. already? Yes, we were. Okay. Yeah. And I would say that in the beginning, I would say um, it kind of it 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 was a little inconsistent because it seemed like that person was leaning more towards you know marriage and then I don't know if cold feet or something shifted where that person just it, he didn't say he don't want marriage he just started to I don't know it just it was just started, starting to feel a little off and I judge a man by his patterns and consistency and when a man's pattern right. change that's a red flag for me because then it's like okay what just shifted why did that shift what's all but Okay, but mm. when during the courtship phase, and mm. when you're in a relationship with somebody, and you're you know discussing, like once you get to that point where okay, we are in a committed relationship, we're not dating, we're not seeing anybody else. It's me and you, man. We we are here, right? So when you get to that right. point, and you you know it's an established relationship, shouldn't you already start having? conversations and dialogue about you know future endeavors and you know how you see the future going because to me well, if somebody's opposed Ryan, to marriage change their mind. they change their mind you know you can change your mind 
you can have that conversation in the beginning and then after you're kind of into it and you are exclusive some people change their mind or feel like they're not yeah, absolutely. Like ready like dang i feel like right I'm about to sign right up for. like this is a lot i don't know <laughs> right. if i'm ready for it and right. i just said that was I mean, me i mean it sounds that was me. good you know what i've mean? done it, it it sounds good in the prequel you know it sounds good in the prequel so when you're talking about it and you're like oh my god you know your vibe and your chemistry is all that and you're having good loving and everything and then it, and then reality hits and reality is like okay this is the only person i'm dating this is the only person that i'm seeing the only person i'm supposed to be talking to the only person i'm supposed to be sleeping with that reality sometimes can hit people and then they run the other way that's that was me so because yeah. for me yeah. in the beginning um I would say after my divorce and I started to date and, you know, I'm having a good time. And, you know, there were there were a couple times where the guy was just really, really into me and I liked them a lot, too. And I did see marriage and I thought they were marriage material. And then as time went along and I'm like, you know, they were really, really getting serious. And I'm like, whoa, this is going faster than I thought. Oh, maybe I'm not ready for this as much as I thought, like. I'm not right. like reality just hits differently <laughs> after a while. Yeah. And then it does. But what I didn't do, the minute I realized that I wasn't on the same page on at going the same pace as they were and I don't I don't necessarily I'm not there yet, I had to let them know like I don't want to waste your time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really, like, so you what you really gotta, and I mean, sometimes they might still feel like that's unfair because you led me on or you misled, you know, you were misleading. No, it's, better because, la- it's better late than never, though. Yeah, and I was gonna say, and if you're honest right, with that person, right. if you're honest with that person, you guys are open to communication, then it shouldn't come as a surprise because we're talking about it. I'm letting you know how I feel so it doesn't go any further. You should yeah, be happy. Right. Congratulations. Right. Thank right. You. You're welcome. But some people don't see it like that. They're going to be like, well, in the oh, beginning. Oh, yeah, definitely. In the beginning, <laughs> you told me that you want a marriage, right or wrong. Right. I do still want marriage. I'm just, just saying that the timing may be off. Maybe, Maybe it's not you. <laughs> right. Right. And, but you know what, though? That's a hard pill to swallow. It is a hard pill. You tell someone, to I want to get married, but I just don't want to marry you. I, and Damn. I want to get married. Yeah, that, that, that would hurt. Yeah. That would hurt. That's that. and, and here's the thing. Yeah. And I think yeah. that would have long lasting ramifications. Like, I think that would actually Stars? carry on to their next relationship. <laughs> like, because they would feel unworthy. <laughs> Y'all look, 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 y'all heard these streets just scarred, but yeah, somebody, like, but now somebody, I'm not worthy. Like, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm a marriageable. Like, <laughs> don't nobody want to put a ring on it. Why? <laughs> so, if somebody keeps right, on, up, if somebody keeps on pushing my button, like, but you did this and you led me on and you, you were wrong and keep pushing and pushing me, I'll be like, enough. Okay, right. I want to marry you. you, you I want to marry, but you I pushed me away. Wanna, I don't want to marry you. I'm sorry. Like I, I, I was trying to say it in a nice way. I was trying to kind of dance around the situation and, and kind of take myself out of the picture in a respectful way. But don't push my buttons now, you know, because some people would get right. in their feelings and they get mad. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I have seen it on both men and women points. You know, I've seen it more with women, but I'm seeing it now more with men. And you know, I, I feel like since we started this relationship segment, I'm even seeing it even more just. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it, it's it's like a balance. And I think people 
they don't know how to communicate, especially with social media. Oh, Everybody's goodness. always about swipe, really, swipe left. It's killing swipe the brain light, cells. You know? It's really killing <laughs> the brain it's, cells. It's, it's, it's killing the brain cells. Making people lazy. It's killing the game, too. It's making people really it's lazy. It's killing the love game, too. It's killing the love game. I really feel like, you know, you know what 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 I was raised on and what my parents It's not like that. about love. No it's more. not like Mm-mm. that. And, I, and you know what? I was telling Brian that earlier. I was like, you know, if if I was supposed to date her how I was raised, you know, my parents been married for 47 years. You know, I, I was shown that balance of a, of a mother and a father. And I'm so grateful for that because a lot of people don't get to have that. And but the but the bad, the flip side of that is. If I was to expect a man to treat me the way my father is, man, I'd probably be single until I was 99. Yeah. Because yeah, men it. don't invoke those. Yeah, but but I mean, okay, Brian, you've known me, and you know, Brian and I have known each other for over 20 years, and he knows my family, he knows my father and my parents. So if you know me, you know my parents, Brian. And if mm-hmm. I was waiting around for someone like my dad, do you honestly think I would find somebody like my dad? And you've met my dad. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna be exactly one hundred percent like him, but you, you can find somebody that. But I mean, close, gonna have close to somebody like him? You think so? You think so? The way my dad is with my mom, and you know, he's very alpha male. You know, my dad. But that's the way he was raised. He was raised to, you know, take care of your family, to make sure that your wife is happy, make sure you take care of your kids, you set a good example, you know, not a whole bunch of crazy stuff, but, you know, just the morals and keeping that balance. And I feel like being raised that way, you know, my mom thought I was going to get married and stay married forever, like she has. And the fact that I didn't, it was just like, oh my gosh. She always says, well, that do something wrong? No. And I'm it's like, like, no. It's, and you got to say, no, it's not me. It's just, it's different generation. Like, don't value things the way that they used to before. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you know, on Monday, on, on, on Monday, uh, one of our guests said, well, Angela, maybe it's you. <laughs> So I was like, oh, I had to look at that. I said, well, hmm, is it me? You know, what if 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 what I'm expecting a man to do is 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 too much? Maybe you know my my platform is a little bit too high, and and so I thought about that. I said, well, is that what it is? So I don't know. You know, so I mean, I it's there's, not there's there's two sides of the spectrum. You know, there's two sides of the spectrum. I mean, and it's not because too much in a relationship. Like, you just want to be created like an equal. You want to feel loved and desired. You know, you want somebody that you can have fun with, that you can be your complete 100% raw, unfiltered self around. Like, you know, like that's really not too much to ask of a person. That's a lot to ask of people nowadays because people always want to present who who they want you to believe they are opposed to who they that's really why, are. You know, well, that's I, when you got to really get to know people. <laughs> I've hung out with so many representatives. I think I'm just tired of hanging out with them. <laughs> and then it's like when I find out who they really are, I'm like, oh my God, this person is crazy. Or, you know, they like overly damaged goods, you know? And it's just like, you have to, I guess, take it with a grain of yeah, salt. Okay. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, but you know what? That's why we have these conversations. This is why we do this segment to, you know, give people hope to, you know, talk about the issues that it's just not us. Trust me, I, we, we're actually doing the legwork. It's just not us. This is why we had this segment to help people just like us. Because, I mean, we're business professionals. You know, we are good people. We are spiritual people. But yet, you know, we are having um, a spiritual fight with this with this whole relationship. Thing. I mean, so it's gonna, it this just is happens. why we do this segment. It's ha- it just happens, you know, just 
when it when it's supposed to happen, I would say just trust trust timing. Just, mm-hmm. God. just God's right. timing. Trust it, God, happen. honey. Like, you know, and I feel like timing is always just all for me because now that I just want to focus on my business, I want to focus on writing my book. <laughs> now everybody want to come out the woodwork. Mm-hmm. That's how it everybody usually happens. Everybody want to come extra hard with all these, like, Crazy bells and, and whistles, <laughs> all the mm-hmm. bells and whistles, honey. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is so amazing. But you said, is it? But hold up, just is it a distraction or is it a reaction to the work that you're putting in? Girl, I don't know what it is. I just know right. I'm, the reaction that they get in is not right now. I'm sorry, I'm just not. <laughs> I'm well, just, you know what we. We will but keep I will, I will change it for the right person. And I was gonna say, yeah, you just definitely, yeah, you just gotta basically um preserve yourself, like you know, weigh your options, preserve yourself, and you know, timing. You know, if it's the right time. Yeah. I mean, timing and like I said, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Like you can't force chemistry. You can't force what's gonna happen. Like if you're connected to somebody and they feel that same connection or spark. It's just gonna happen. Like it's gonna happen. You're right. gonna want. Gonna you're happen. gonna want to spend time with that person. You're gonna want to be around that person. You know. You're it's gonna like be infatuated. You know. You're gonna yeah. get the butterflies in your stomach. You're gonna feel like a teenager again. Like you know, it's gonna happen. So. I want to feel like a teenager again. <laughs> that would be beautiful. I haven't felt. That would be nice. Time. Oh my gosh, I would love to feel like a teenager again. I would love to stay on the phone with somebody like, no, you had nothing. You know what to like, like, I want to do that again. That's now my my last okay, we really we really gotta wrap this up. This is so juicy, but yeah, we really gotta wrap this up. Like, I know that you were just saying, Brian, it's just that that chemistry, but sometimes it's so hard to find someone that you have both chemistry and connection with. Like, I have people that I have dope chemistry with, Mm -hmm. we have a lot in common, the conversation is juicy, it's flowing. But it's that genesis quah, it's that that swag, it's that that thing mm. that you can't put your hands on, that connection, that supernatural mm. subconscious connection that is just magnetic where you don't want to not be around that person. That right. is hard to find. And sometime in the past, I find it was like one time I compromised that connection in the past for mm-hmm. um, just, you know, we have great chemistry. Let's see where it goes. Do you think right. that 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 is something that people should do by compromising that connection by not being so close-minded and just seeing if they can grow that maybe maybe it'll pop up out of thin air I don't know who knows mm. or do you sit still and wait till you get the one where you can have both chemistry and connection with I mean I'm waiting to, to me <laughs> take a leap of faith so in, in waiting or leap of faith in just and doing because both are faith and doing so you'll still pursue a woman that you don't have a connection with no you you said that you do oh no, I thought you said you, you have, do no 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 that you, you don't okay. have a, no because if I don't have chemistry. a connection you have chemistry with this woman but no meaning that you guys have a lot in chemistry is pretty much you have a lot in common you you know the vibes is dope the energy is dope but connection is that thing that you can't really put your finger on. It's like that supernatural magnetic pull to that person. Like you said, that infatuation, that butterfly, that spark. No, probably that... not. Because I know, right, okay, yeah. I know with me, like, I know I have time frames for certain people. Like, and 
Some some people, it's like, oh, I can't even tolerate you for more than forty five minutes. Time limits up. Shit, that is expired. Yo, you so. are fired, Brian. You are so fired. You said you want a time limit. Oh yes. my god. Okay. Okay. Look, on that note, we're gonna get ready to wrap up this uh, how you love it segment because we know how Brian's loving. He's on a time limit. You got that's 30. how it is when you ain't got connection. You be like, look, how long we gonna be around each other? An hour. Mm-hmm. I can give you an hour of my time. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn! But, but, but connection, connection will want you not even want to go to work. That's that connection that will have you calling out, honey. That connection yeah. that will have you try to like, dad, I don't want to. I'm gonna call out. F it. Like, <laughs> you know what? You I know what? When I was younger, you. I, I actually had that where I was like, you know what? I would call out work, <laughs> stay in this man's house forever, and not leave until he kicked me out. And it's just like, okay, but you know, that's. That's a sexual connection. It's sexual. Mm. So you gotta you have to be the person to, you know, find both of that where you have, you know, they they mentally stimulate you and physically stimulate you. Yeah. And, but 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 not to the point where you wanna stay locked in the house with them twenty four hours. No, that's just so you gotta yeah, that's not realistic. I know, cause you have to we adults, we got responsibility. And I was gonna say, and you have, right, to, you have miss to somebody. <laughs> like to me, you you right. have to have that time away to miss somebody. Because yeah, like if we like right. I can't see how couples live together work together like that's too much oh, it's overload like can i that's miss you babe and I, yeah. I, I, I need to miss you like because you, know. you still got your own individuality like you're mm-hmm. a couple, yes, your own but life. don't neglect yes. your individuality that's what makes you use because when this when you go to that grave honey you're not bringing him with you when you answer to right. god you're not answering to god for him you answer to god for yourself for yourself so you still that's have right. your own individuality your own journey and your own purpose and your own assignment that you have to cater to regardless if you with somebody or not when you have a helpmate and you have a partner that can complement that and help you in your purpose that's beautiful but whether right. he can whether he or she helps you and compliments you and and help you grow and evolve you still got an assignment you still got to make sure that's, that's done whether you and with him or her or not that's so true. you can't. Yeah, uh-uh. I agree with you. Well, well, I just have to say, you guys, this was a, an amazing segment of how you love it, and I found out a lot how right. I found out how you love it. So this <laughs> was <laughs> forty-five minutes. That's your <laughs> that's your limit, and you got the roll. <laughs> but <laughs> but oh my gosh, Brian, thank you so much thank for you. Um, for for coming on and you know sharing your experiences. Hopefully, we would love to come back and and of course talk about another topic and um i just want to tell everybody uh this segment for how you love and podcast mm-hmm. uh, we're going to continue to do this and we have some great segments coming up and i'm just going to give you guys a little uh a little teaser we have a segment coming up with, with just and i with how do you inspire without invoking desire to your mate or to someone you're potentially dating we're going to be talking about the balance that you need to have in relationships power couples and because of monday's night entanglements just said (laughs) (laughs) so we're going to be talking about that and much 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 more right here on behind the velvet rope show podcast with the beautiful and lovely and talented miss just with the what's it called just how you love it how you love it? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Catch our next podcast episode. Actually, catch the one right after this episode and tune in to our live show that 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 we take and that we do live on Facebook 
and that's broadcasted on HamiltonRadio.net every first Monday and third Monday of the month. So thank you guys. Have a great day and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye.